Gather round, gather round. My name is Uncle Ron. You have landed on my porch. Grab a chair, have a seat, get some coffee, some cold brew, some hot tea. We are having a conversation this week around lead gen. I do this to help you grow your business using search engine optimization, technology, and social media. I'm giving you the tips, tricks, and cheat codes that I've used to grow my own business. We talked about call to actions on Monday. Yesterday, we talked about the difference between a lead and a prospect. And I told you that you need to have follow-up mechanisms in place to convert leads into prospects and prospects into customers. So let's talk about long-term follow-up with leads today. This is an overlooked aspect for many service-based businesses because they are all about converting someone immediately to a sale and the reality in the cold, hard of winter is that not everyone wants to buy from you today, but they do want to learn more. And in our agency, we have a saying, when you go on our email list, you will either buy or you will die. We are going to reach out to you over time, over and over again, because you have expressed interest in us at some point. Now, this is about to get a little more tricky than it has been in the past. There are some new email rules that are coming down after the first of the year in the spring. And if you are completely unaware of these rules, you need to do some investigation on how Google and Yahoo are changing how they're labeling email that comes in because you want to be in the main inbox. You don't want to be in the spam inbox. But you need to understand there are multiple ways that you can woo leads in this buy or die process. Over time, when someone gives you their contact information, you can use phone calls, you can use texts, you can send emails, you can use direct mail. If it's a business, you could do a drop-in. That is completely viable. The goal with these forms of communication is to give them knowledge that helps deepen their trust in you and what you provide. This is really easy to conceptualize in a service-based business like insurance, like what I do. But if you're, say, an e-commerce platform, you want to get that contact info so that you can alert them of sales. You can explain that you have a better widget that you are now selling. I get these all the time. I'm going to pick on my friends at Solo Stove. They are a phenomenal company. They're local to me. They started just up the road. They sold out for tons of money, and they're still doing great things. They have a fantastic follow-up campaign. I recently had an old fire pit that went out of commission, and I knew that I needed to get a new one. Well, guess what? They dropped not only an email in my inbox, but they also had my cell phone number from a previous interaction because I had bought something like three years ago from them, some marshmallow roasting sticks that are pretty awesome too. They're stainless steel. They're two pieces. They roll up. They're phenomenal. My kiddo loves them. But because they had my contact info from that previous purchase, they have reached out to me by both email and text at least twice a month for the last two years. Most of those messages I've glanced at maybe or just hit delete and moved on. But when the moment came that I needed a new fire pit, boom, 
They hit me with a text that what they claimed was the biggest sale of the year. I know better than that. The biggest sale of the year generally happens two, three, four times a year for most e-commerce retailers. It's just part of the game. But that message to me, I was given deeper knowledge. I had great trust in them. And it was at a moment when I was ready to buy. You need to think about how you can communicate with people over time. If you have a service, say you have a tax service where you provide that, you're going to do the hard sale approach on those emails in the first quarter of the year when people are anxious to get their refunds or they're trying to get their taxes done. The converse of that is if you're reaching out in the middle of July, nobody really wants to hear about taxes, but maybe you have a financial tip for them that will make their taxes better next year. That is a great place to do that. As you march towards the September, October extended filing dates, maybe you're now coming back to more of an aggressive sale approach. You have to look at it over time. Not every communication needs to be a hard sale, but you do need to steer them towards action with you when that moment is right, just like Solo Stove did with me. You need to have a plan and it needs to be automated as much as possible because ultimately, if it's not, you're going to forget or you're going to skip it. And maybe that opportunity to get the purchase from them is lost. Now, one of the things that I alluded to earlier were new laws coming down as new implementation and restrictions that are coming down the pipe from Google and Yahoo with respect to email. If you've never heard of SPIF, DMARC, or DKIM with respect to email, I highly recommend you investigate those terms. They are going to become very important to you at the end of the first quarter of next year. It is something that you need to be ahead of because you do not want to be marked as spam. You do not want to have your messages blocked. You do not want to have them go into the spam box. The same thing can be said about TCPA laws for text messages. You need to understand what those laws and restrictions are so that you're doing it well so that people have trust in you, number one, and number two, they're not sending you into the spam box. Those are things that you need to investigate. You need to understand and they need to be a part of your long-term follow-up communication. I'm Uncle Ron. You've been on my porch. We are all about lead gen this week. Drip marketing campaigns over time are absolutely important because those people that say, hey, I want to learn more, this is how you turn them into prospects that can buy from you. Tomorrow, we are going to talk about some of the autoresponders and how I use them when we're in hot pursuit, as Roscoe P. Coltrane used to say on the Dukes of Hazard. If you are listening to this and you are saying, I don't know what the heck he just said, but you know you need to take action, Sprocket Expert Optimizations is here to take care of you. SprocketOps.com has information about our education course. Uh, it has information about our one-on-one -on -one coaching, and it has information about our done-for-you content products that, yes, and do include call to actions, and you can even include follow-up sequences. I am Uncle Ron. Check out SprocketOps.com. Tomorrow, we will be in hot pursuit of prospects here on the porch. <laughs>